everybody last show of was it 2023 it's one two three one two three i'm gonna be going over the rpi uh that uh, recently came out looking at 6a 5a 4a 3a 2a and 1a and then uh, taking a look at 2024 what are some things to expect from this podcast and what are some hot take predictions that i have Ooh, sounds sizzling and then finally I want to give some pastoral suggestions to all you players out there and parents about establishing habits and not goals. This is the Utah High School Hoops podcast, your source for sometimes informative, but always entertaining coverage of the Utah High School Hoops scene with your host, Adam Meek. All right, everybody, welcome, welcome in to the Utah High School Hoops podcast. I'm trying a little different angle here so I can, I don't know, mix it up a little bit. It's Sunday, it's New Year's Eve, uh, and this is one of my favorite times of the year, honestly. It's a time of reflection, it's a time to look forward, and I think that's really critical and important. Um, but there's also a lot of basketball happening uh, that's happened last week. There was a bunch of holiday tournaments. I'm not going to get in necessarily cover every single one of those um as i mentioned before i wish i could be out and seeing more and more games um but as a dad and as a full, having a full-time job it's it's difficult so i rely on a lot of information from people so please 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 keep that information coming it's super helpful for me uh, just to be able to know kind of what's going on so i appreciate every one of you this has been a fun little experiment for me to talk about a sport that i love which is the game of basketball. So the RPIs came out. Um, I think that they're in constant adjustment. If, if memory serves, I tried to go in and figure out like, what is the exact formula for these RPIs? And I haven't, <laughs> I haven't quite figured it out, uh, regardless of if I know it, or if I don't know it, it still is the thing that's going to set the playoff brackets. It's critically important. And as of today, which is the last day of the year, I want to go over uh, just real quick, who are the top 10 and 6A, top 10 and 5A, and then the top 5 and 4A, top 5 and 3A, um, what do I got? Top 3 and 2A, top 3 and 1A. Um, and maybe just have a quick, some quick reactions, but I'm not going to have too much to say on that. So in 6A, uh, from starting with number 10, we've got Fremont, Davis, Weber, Farmington, American Fork, Pleasant Grove, Harriman, Riverton, Layton, and then Lehigh is coming in at number one on the RPI rankings. Um, you know, I think the only team in there that is is missing, and that was because a lot of their early season scheduling was pretty rigorous and difficult, and they were dealing with the injury of Brody is Corner Canyon. Uh, that would be certainly a team that uh, we should expect to see up there. Lone Peak was lingering uh, kind of around, I think, like 11 or 12. It's another team I think a lot of people are expecting to – creep up into certainly the top 10, maybe in the top five. Uh, but overall, you know, having seen at least film on some of these teams or in the example of Lehigh, Layton, Pleasant Grove, and Weber, I've seen them play live. Uh, this is a, it's a pretty good group. Um, and I'm going to talk about 6A a little bit more in my hot take <laughs> prediction segment. Um, but it, I'd say a pretty solid job. You know, I look at a team like Riverton. They just had their holiday tournament. 
Riverton's winning a lot of games and they're learning how to win close games. And I think that's going to bear a lot of fruit for them in the playoffs. Uh, I think Evan Barrett, shout out to Evan Barrett. I think he's got like two or three game winners. Uh, so a kid's been putting in a lot of work uh, for, for a number of years and looks like it's starting to pay off for, for uh, Riverton there. Let's jump down to 5A. Uh, so starting at number 10, we've got Brighton, which, by the way, Utah, it's not Brighton. You, it's Brighton. There's a T there. You pronounce your T's. <laughs> Brighton, uh, Springville, Wasatch, Cedar Valley. By the way, uh, my sister uh, called me out on Twitter. I think it said, no, it was on Instagram and said I had a video of, uh, what was it, Highland versus Wasatch. She said, this isn't Wasatch. And I was like, it's not Wasatch Academy. Uh, but Wasatch High School is playing some good basketball. Uh, they were they were fun to watch. I think the kid's name is Sam Lind. Uh, he's he's talented, can really get it going. Uh, so anyway, Brighton, Springville, Wasatch, Cedar Valley, Maple Mountain, Skyline, Highland, Bountiful, Alta, and then Olympus coming in at number one as of today. So, I, I mean, I don't really know. In in five A, it does seem to be. Like Alta is just dominating everybody for the most part. Um, and it's going to be fascinating to see can a team like Olympus or Bountiful or Highland uh, or, you know, someone like Springville, can can one of these teams come along and really challenge Alta? Uh, I know a lot of people because they're, you know, they're so senior heavy with a team like Olympus uh, could make a run, right? Um, obviously Alta is not just going to show up and skate through, but, uh, this does seem like that's going to be, that's going to be a tough, a tough challenge there in 5A, uh, 4A. So the top five in 4A, we got Bear River at five, Pineview at four, uh, Leighton Christian Academy at three, Dixie at two, and Green Canyon is coming in at one on the RPIs. Again, these are not any person's rankings. These are just a mathematical formula that UHSAA uses to set the playoff bracket. So um, as uh, I, I've said this before a couple of times, but as my friend uh, AJ Jackson says, you know, this is this is the Dixie Invitational. Um, I don't think Dixie has done anything to dissuade or to disprove that. Um, but certainly Green Canyon and for sure Green Canyon and Leighton Christian. Um, and I, I haven't seen any of the other teams really play, so I can't speak for them. So if you're listening to this and you're like, oh, I'm, the coach at Bear River. I'm so come on my podcast then. We'll chat about it because I can't see everybody or watch everybody play. But I have seen uh, Leighton Christian play. I know Green Canyon. I believe is undefeated, um, and obviously Dixie has been playing a pretty a pretty tough schedule. So, um, you know, is this really going to be the Dixie Invitational? I I don't know. I mean, likely yes, but would it surprise me if a team like Leighton Christian or Green Canyon? came out in in one foray I, it, would, it would be surprising but i don't think it would be like you know some insane miracle like uh like leicester city winning the premier league which was crazy if you haven't ever seen that story the fact they won the premier league was pretty gnarly i don't remember the year you soccer slash football fans can let me know what year that was as uh, jamie vardy i think was the guy that led the charge there anyway um okay let's jump down to 3a we've got manti at five canyon view at four Juab at three. Is it Juab or Uab? I don't know. We're going to go with Juab. Uh, Emory at two. And then South Summit, who, if I, let me check this here real quickly, because I think South Summit, are they still undefeated? They are. They're at 11 and 0. Um, so South Summit 
is sitting there at 11 and 0. Um, again, 3A. Uh, I don't want to say again. I think that 6A is is really open. I think 5A and 4A they're clear favorites as of right now. And then you get into 3A, and I think 3A is also wide open. But I only think that because I've only seen two teams play in 3A. So I could be completely wrong on that. You know, there there could just be a South Summit could be just this total juggernaut that I haven't been able to watch play. Uh, I'm going to try to. Uh, I think they're in Camus, maybe. Um, but anyway, they're undefeated. It's the last day of the calendar year coming into January. They're 11 or no. They beat every team they scheduled. They beat every team they played. That's not easy to do. In 2A, we've got, uh, by the way, uh, Utah Ballers did put out their prediction on who they thought would win. I think we had uh, American Fork 6A, Alta 5A, Dixie 4A, South Summit 3A, and then coming in on 2A, the he has number who's currently number three winning it, which is APA West Valley, and then Canab and Enterprise are currently three, two, and one, and then rounding it out in 1A, we've got Penguich, and then Wendover, and then Tabiona. So those are the early, early, early. RPIs, uh, you know, we're not even December is over, but there's still a lot of basketball to be played. I know some teams scheduled, you know, harder than other teams. I don't know. Maybe somebody can correct me on this. I don't know if strength of schedule factors in much to the RPI. I, like I said, I could be, I could be wrong there, but I was trying to go through the formula and it didn't, it looks like there's a, the strength of schedule factor isn't, you know, for example, if you're 2A and you play all, uh, you know, 5A schools and, and you beat them all. It, it, but if you're 2A and you play all 2A schools and you beat them all, it seems like the only way that that flushes itself out is if the teams that you beat have winning or losing records within their own. So you're kind of dependent on how the teams that you beat schedule and how they play and how they win um, and not necessarily based on, you know, playing up or down in terms of division. Could be wrong on that, but just kind of clicking through the UHSAA site. That was what I picked up on. So my big thought is it's early. There's a lot of basketball to be played. There's going to be plenty of movement up and down. So don't freak out if you think you're too low or don't get too excited if you're too high. I actually have a bracelet that I wear. It says uh, stay humble. And the other side says stay hopeful. Uh, so if you're up top, Stay humble, keep working hard. If you're down low, stay hopeful, keep working hard. But at the end of the day, you got to keep putting in the work because uh, it's a long season. All right, let's move on here. I, at some point in time, by the way, uh, I've got a couple people who want to sponsor the podcast, which is pretty fun. So I have a little like commercial breaks in between the segments. That'll be, that'll make my day. I'll make like enough to buy a sandwich at Menchie's or something like that. It's going to be fantastic. Menchie's, if you want to sponsor it, that sounds great. I'm here for it. Okay, segment two. Do you like that? that? Was like the the break. Segment two, things to expect in 2024, uh, not only from this podcast but also some predictions. We'll call them kind of hot hot take ish stuff. Uh, sometimes that can be controversial, and it will come back to bite me. Assuredly, it's going to be wrong. Um, but here are some things. So for this podcast, and appreciate everyone who's watched and helped support already. I want you to know this thing is just getting rolling. Uh, I've got quite a few different college and high school coaches who want to come on. 
um, talk about their journeys, talk about their programs, uh, even some club programs, uh, people who are leading those. So like I had Tim Davis on from the prospects. I've had coach uh, Sanyan. I've had coach uh, Casey Stanley on. Um, so you more, more folks like that. Uh, also coach Brady green from Westminster gotten a lot of really good feedback on those. Um, I have a few D one coaches who have committed to coming on the show, uh, a couple of D three coaches, uh, some NAIA coaches, and then also a couple of big tournament directors who want to come on and just talk about what it is. Not only what do they do, but I don't want this to come across as like self-promoting. I want you to get to know the people behind the scenes because at the end of the day, this is really about people. It's about basketball, but it's also really about people and the people who are involved in basketball. And I think it's really cool to get to know them. So that's neat. Um, I did confirm today, uh, one of the top referees in the state is going to be coming on to share a little bit. We might even break down some video on stuff that they're trained on uh, that hopefully will help you as players. And maybe not more importantly, but equally importantly, as coaches and parents, understanding what how referees see the game what are the things that they are looking for i'll just i'm just going to put this out there i think i've already said this on a podcast episode i'll probably say it again you do not have the best angle on the court to see the foul that's being called you don't you're you're not in the right position it's insane when i hear parents yell that a referee it's not their call to make i'm like you're sitting in two rows from the top of the bleachers. <laughs> How do you know <laughs> what's the right call? Uh, we probably won't get into that because I don't want to sit here and bash people, but that's my own personal pet peeve. I really struggle sometimes watching basketball games because I've refed before and it's really hard um, and they're totally imperfect and we it's okay for us to have a little bit of grace. I understand there's a justice side of us, but I'm going to have a referee come on. Uh, he's been refing here in Utah for a number of years, ref, referees in college as well. And we're going to go through some film. Um, and along with that, I think I would actually really enjoy breaking down some game film um, or even just breaking down some sets or some defensive schemes, uh, maybe even doing some. Uh, I've got like a over here. If I wanted to do like my three predictions, I could walk over. I could walk over here like this. Okay, is this is this pretty fancy? And I could write here on my oh, wait, where's the camera at? Oh, it's right there. I I get it right here on this whiteboard. Like, hey, here's all my here's all my stuff. If I really wanted to do that, but you know, kind of like diagram and break down some some different things. But I'm not going to do that today. I was going to, but I thought ah, it feels like too much work. And you know, it's New Year's Eve. So, uh, but I but I love breaking down film. I've coached high school. I've helped out in college. Um, I've coached AAU. I'm not just a random person with a podcast. I am a random person with a podcast, but not just a random person with a podcast. Um, and then the other thing is I really do want to make it out to see more games if I can. Um, I love bringing out these. These are cameras are new. I use them for my job, for work. I do a lot of content creation for the packaging industry. And uh, I've got some some new cameras to do unboxing videos with, but how cool to be to be able to come out and especially if you're a coach and you want to see your own game film from various angles, I can record all of them at the same time and then give them to you. And then if you want me to just do a quick breakdown of what it is that I'm seeing. So 
those are some of the things that I'm hoping to do in 2024 with this podcast as much as I can do it. Um, I really enjoyed getting to meet a lot of people out there. I've had a couple of folks actually stop me and say, hey, thanks so much for your podcast. It, it, that means a lot to me because I don't, I don't make anything off of this. There's no benefit other than just an outlet for me to talk, uh, which is actually pretty beneficial. That's more beneficial for my wife. <laughs> so, um, okay. So those are my expectations and here are my predictions. I, I'm not going to go write them out on the, uh, on the whiteboard, but I could, that's my point. I could, if I wanted to. Okay. Um, so my three hot takes, here's my first one. And this one's pretty spicy. Number one is that I don't think that both Alta and Dixie are going to win 5A and 4A, respectively. I know they're the clear favorites. They're playing incredible basketball. I just have watched enough high school and college and even professional basketball to know that in a single elimination tournament with 16, 17, and 18-year-old kids playing in an arena stuff happens now like i said i i'm not rooting against either of these teams this is just my spicy take right that i think one of them will likely win i don't i don't think it's going to be both of them um you could you could be like no you're crazy and that's probably true but that's my that's my that's my hot take. My first hot take is that somebody's going to come out of 5A or somebody's going to come out of 4A. That's not Alta and that's not Dixie. Um number 2. This one is this one's an interesting one. Um I suspect based on just the chatter that I hear right now as teams are trying to figure out the spring and summer, especially from like an AAU club level, I think that we're going to see some shakeups, some unexpected shakeups in the rosters of the 15, 16, and 17 new teams. Um, I don't know if that's historically normal or not because I have not been a part of this community for a while. But when I saw the uh, the announcement that JJ Mandiquit, who played for the Utah Prospects, was going to be playing for the Compton Magic, I thought, well, that's great. That's that's not crazy. It's just interesting, right? I th- I find this stuff fascinating. And my suspicion is that there's going to be some more movement than normal. Um, And especially if you start getting into 17U and you start looking at stuff like the proclivity of, or the proliferation rather of NIL, is there going to be more NIL money as we get more and more attention coming in to Utah? And I look at a kid like, well, not only JJ Mandiquit, but a kid like Isaiah Harwell, you know, are, is there going to be, and that's not negative. That's great. I want for kids to be able to make as much money as they can. You've got, uh, what was it? Peyton Manning's nephew making more money than Brock Purdy on NIL deals as a quarterback at Texas. I, I think it's awesome. I know people don't like it. I know people aren't really down with it, whatever. Um, I think kids should be paid based on the value that they can bring. And I'm super for it, but is that going to start to, accelerate some of this uh player movement between clubs i don't know um very well could be i don't have any inside information here i'm just this is just my hot take uh number three is that i think 6a is going to have a pretty big upset in one of the first two rounds just because 6a is so it feels like it's a lot it's more wide open than it has been in the past um 
you know, Utah Ballers said, well, we, we really need to see Corner Canyon. What are they going to look like when it's all said and done? But let's say that a team like Corner Canyon plays a team like Weber in the second round. And obviously, I don't know what the playoff brackets are going to be. I don't know. But let's just say those two teams played. At this point in time, would it surprise anyone if Hunter and Malachi and Jordan both have incredible games and they beat a team like Corner Canyon? Would that be so shocking? I think something, obviously, I can't predict anything specific because I don't even know what the playoff brackets are going to be. But uh, something like that, right? Um, I think it's going to happen in one of the first two rounds. Uh, these might not be very hot takes at all, uh, but to me, they felt like those are pretty legit. I think uh, I think those are pretty solid hot takes. Okay. Um, oh, you know what? I got comments. I got some comments here. Oh, it's Kev. Hi, Kev. <laughs> Sorry. I was looking at my notes on my screen. Uh, of course, Kev is pulling for the Highland Rams. It's been fun watching them play. Um, they're, they they obviously have some stuff to work through. They got some things to figure out as a team. I got to watch them at the uh, Utah Autism Tournament. Um, you know, Kev Isaiah looks great. Uh, he's playing with a tremendous amount of confidence, and I think that that team's going to go as far as Isaiah is going to is going to take him. Honestly, he's the leader of the team, and he's a sophomore, and that's a huge responsibility. But um, they're a team that can come out and and surprise some people. Obviously, they got they got height, they got skill they've got shooters and they've got a point guard so uh, there you go kev thanks for commenting that's awesome okay so segment three <laughs> insert spot who's another sponsor that i would uh that i would love to have i don't know uh segment three is brought to you by uh built bar <laughs> hang on try the new built chunk oh look at that chunk uh, that's fun. Talk about Isaiah. Anyway, uh, the cookies and cream is actually it's super delicious. It's got like parts of Oreos in it or something. Um, okay. That's not real. I'm not paid by Bill Bar, you guys. I just felt like I wanted to sound important. Segment three. This is stuff, this is stuff that I spend a lot of my time thinking about and a lot of my time talking about in a, uh, in, in a professional setting. So I was listening to, if you don't, if you get a chance to go listen to the Curious Mike podcast with Michael Porter Jr. He interviews my guy, Nikola Jokic, the current greatest player alive. By the way, I do have a shout out to uh, to Utah basketball here with my Andre Miller Denver Nuggets uh, Russian nesting doll set. So there you go, Utah. Um, but so Michael Porter interviews, MPJ interviews Nikola Jokic. And in this interview, it, it's fascinating to listen to Jokic talk. I mean, he talks about how his goal when he's done playing basketball, he says, I want my kids to know me as a dad and not as a basketball player. He said, I don't want to own a phone. Um, he doesn't want, he's like, I just want nobody to know who I am. It's, it's a really interesting interview. You don't get a lot of Jokic in interviews. Um, cause he's not a, he's not really like a clout chaser per se. Um, but he is a guy who's won a lot. I mean, he's, he's the reigning NBA finals MVP. He's the nuggets. Obviously won the NBA championship. He's a two-time MVP in basketball. It's, it's crazy. So it was cool to hear him interviewed cause I've never heard of like a full interview. Now, at the end of it, Mike, listen to the whole thing. Cause he stops and then he has about 15 minutes of pontification on the interview. MPJ does. 
And one of the things that he says is, I think, one of the more critical things that you can learn and you can know as a basketball player or even as a parent. He says, we have chosen to focus on building habits, not goals. He said, it would probably surprise people. We don't really have goals as a team, but we have habits that we want to form as a team. And that that struck me in, in a really cool way, right? Because for my, for my job, I, I, I coach sales people. I run a sales organization for a company. I'm judged by budgets and goals and things like that, right? But you can't, you'll achieve those if you have the right habits. So as you're going into 2024, this is a time of reflection for people to start developing, you know, these are the things they want to do and want to win. I want to score this amount of points. I want to play this amount of minutes or I want to do all this stuff. And, and at the end of the day, you can't actually control that, but you can control your habits. So uh, if you're prone to read, and I know that reading is like this thing that most kids don't do today, um, but I recommend it. I recommend reading an actual physical book because it exercises parts of your brain that you don't do a lot of exercising of. But I would highly recommend going to get the book Atomic Habits. Uh, it's a fantastic book about developing and establishing a good core of habits. And what you'll find is that the things in this book are not just, it's not even about basketball, but the things in the book are pertain to basketball and they will carry you further beyond just basketball. They will carry you into college. They'll carry you into your first job. You know, there's, it's just stuff that can really help you um, in life. And, and part, right now your life, if you're a basketball player, your life is basketball. And in school, obviously, you got it. You have to do well in school, but but establishing good habits is critical. So go get the book Atomic Habits, um, because what what this does is when you develop habits, then what you'll find is that the outcomes that that are that are being manifested from your habits will start to align with the habits that you formed. And so, if you want to change your outcomes. You don't change what your goals are. You have to change your habits. So for example, and I, and I know I've broken this down before. Um, if you listen to this podcast, I'm, I'm pretty sure I've already done something like this. But if you are a sub 30% three-point shooter and a sub 60% free throw shooter, you are there because of your habits, because of your routine, right? And and so if you want, and that, that, that is just an objective measurement of who you are as a three point and a free throw shooter, as an example. And so if you would like to increase the amount that you're going to make, you can't just wish it to happen, right? You have to develop daily habits that will help you become a better three point shooter. But if, but if you say, well, my goal is to be a 45% three point shooter, there's not a whole lot that's going to happen by just changing your goal, right? But if you look and you say, okay, well, how many, how many shots am I taking on a, on a weekly basis? How many shots, not only taking, but what did Jerry Sloan say? I don't want shooting guards. I want making guards. How many shots are you making on a weekly basis? How many shots are you making outside of practice, right? On a daily basis. Um, if you find yourself that you're, you're getting gassed in the fourth quarter, it's like, okay, well, what type of conditioning are you doing? What are your habits? And from those habits, 
are you're going to you're going to see your outcomes begin to change positively or negatively because you can develop bad habits as well right and bad habits lead to unpredictable and likely negative consequences for not only your your basketball career but also your life what's your nutrition like uh, how do you sleep do you track your sleep do you watch you know do you have are you, do you have accountability partners in your life help hold you accountable to these habits this is all stuff that's totally in your control as a player totally in control you have control as a person you will never control the outcomes of things like playing time because you don't check yourself in the game you don't control the outcome of how many points you're going to score because you you don't you don't know how many passes you're going to get you don't know how many shots you're going to take in a game these are all things that are, are outcomes of your habits they're not that are not totally within your control so uh focus on those habits check out the book atomic habits by i think it's james clear is the author of the book um and as you go into 2024 remember those rpi rankings are early don't freak out about it um but as a team and as a player if you want to adjust if if, if you want to if you're on the like stay hopeful side if you're down and you want to get up if you're a leader then check your habits as a team. Check your habits as a person. What are the things that you're doing? Are they good? Are they bad? Do more of the good ones. Get rid of the bad ones. And then keep going. All right. Well, that is a wrap for me. Thank you, everybody, for listening to this podcast for the first, I don't even know how many months. Is it a month? Two months? I don't even know. Um, but I really appreciate you listening. Hope uh, if you can go to utahbasketball.net and subscribe that would be super amazing appreciate you uh thanks kev for always uh commenting on my on my uh, live youtube it uh, means a lot and hopefully i will see more of you out there on the court thanks everybody